numbers, numbers, my, yeah, yeah, numbers, my, yeah, yeah, numbers, my, yeah, yeah, numbers, my, yeah, yeah, numbers, like stats don't every topic, home point like CO2, man, I all travel like move pivots, no call. Show your friends from Phil and Juwan. Every time numbers lie on. You can tune in for the latest from King Tweed about King James LeBar. Ricky Eddie and Millie Fears always on point. On all 32 teams, never disappoint. And you know staff from deep, it's all cash. Week 6 from CP3, cause I pass. Cause they like D-Rose knees, they all bad. Unless they like a weak team and all ass. Then I score like KD and I brag. And this is Numbers Lie, the podcast. Numbers Numbers Lie, the podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. Numbers Lie, the podcast. Uh, for the for the for the dub dub, we in the dub dub now, y'all. Numbers Lie, the podcast. Dude, the vision we up clear. in here. Another Thursday, another show. You already know. What's going on, gang? Happy New Year to y'all, man. Likewise, Happy New Year, man. Likewise, I miss y'all, man. Happy New Year, hey. New Year, it's been, new like, it's been a year, bro. <laughs> hey, I just want to say this is gonna be my year. It's your year. This is my year. All right. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Any resolutions? Anybody? No. Nah, New Year's man. resolution? <laughs> no, nah, man. I don't really believe in resolutions. When you trying to man. get that bag? When you trying to lose weight? I just try to put my mind to it and do it. Do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. True. True. All right. So, look. So, we got we got a couple things. Uh, so, on, on a somber note, just want to say RIP uh, David Stern, former commissioner of the league. Um, so, you know, I know he was... Uh, he was loved by many, and uh, you know, I know there's kind of kind of mixed reviews about him for some people, but you know, um, the facts are there. He he, he took mm-hmm. this game to a whole nother level. He did made it a global game. Definitely. David Stern is definitely a goat for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Went from before he got to the league when they what they had tape delayed finals to being an internationally right. known league. Fact. I mean, it's just it's crazy how it just expanded. You know, in that period of time, you know, it, it also helped to have like Larry Bird, Jordan. What's your mm-hmm. What's your most memorable David Stern moment? Man, so many, so many. I just one one memory do stand out, and I, I don't know who posted it, but the Jim Rome interview. Have y'all seen that one? Man, hilarious. yeah, I saw that interview <laughs> when he was talking <laughs> he about in. talking to Jim Rome, and Jim Rome was like, "Oh, so the number one seed, you know, <clears throat> do you think it was rigged? NBA is rigged." And he, and he told Jim Rohn, he was like, "Do you still be? Do you still be reading on your wife?" Oh, wait, what? Like, oh, that's a low yeah. blow. You never seen that one? <coughs> no, I never seen that. Oh, yeah, no worry, I got you, was, bro. It was, yeah, it was, it was sure. tough. But yeah, that was. It's actually trending. If you Google David Stern, um, you know Jim Rohn was actually right there. So like that interview is just like that's what? Oh wow, wow. I remember that one. A lot yeah. of people didn't like it, but mine would actually be and. You know, I guess you have to get a little bit older and think about it. Would be him um, when he instituted the dress rule. When he instituted the dress code, um, now that I look at it, what it really did was um, get other corporations and other sponsors and other companies to take the NBA more seriously. And I think that that in turn, you know, led to more endorsement, more money coming in, uh, more TV deals, things of that nature. And I think it ended up, you know, Growing the NBA actually. So you, so and back in that day, I was looking at it from like an Allen Iverson standpoint. Right, right. Definitely. Like, me too. Me on, too. He, he just he just picking on AI. He bogus. Woo, woo. 
But yeah, definitely, I can definitely see that looking back as an adult now. Um, definitely, that was something that was a business move. I understand. So but, did they did they drop that rule? Do you not? You're not they know, did, looking like the at the because fashion they be dressing days. outrageously. No, no, no. Shout <laughs> out, shout out, shout out to my boy Jalen Rose on um, Jalen and Jacoby. He actually talked about this today. He mentioned that even though the rule was was put in place, it wasn't really enforced. Okay. And so, like you know, at, like at first it was like you know, like it's all about the brand or whatever. But you know, later on, people were still wearing what they wanted to wear. Mm-hmm. So it was just put into place for like the public and stuff to say, like you know, the NBA is trying to do something about its image. Yeah, I think it worked though. I think it worked so. in the long term. Yeah, in a way that I don't think he even thought it would work because now it's like true. It's like what is fashion? Like, True. Everybody's per- everybody's fashion is different. You know what I'm saying? And so now you got this dress code now where it's like anything goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to David Stern, man, and and shout out to Adam Adam Silver. I think that he picked a great successor to take over the lead. You know, as far as the, oh, yeah. the innovations and things that he's doing international wise for the NBA. So I would have to agree. Yeah, Adam Silver definitely doing his thing. Um, but yeah, you know, R.P. David Stern, he served as the uh, the NBA's commissioner from, uh, what's that, 84 to 2014? Yep. So yeah, so he did a lot. So R.P. Uh, that man. So yeah, so changing gears here. So we're going to look at the NBA right now. So it's after Christmas now, New Year, you know. So who's a contender and a, or a pretender out here? So what's, what's, what's these... Playoffs looking like who's where. I mean, I, I think I <laughs> Crush was just talking about where the Sixers are right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, where, yeah. where the Sixers at, man? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're like sixth in the East at the moment. Yeah, um, I think that. I saw them low. And I mean, you know, I'm not giving no apologies to the Mavs yet because they're not healthy enough. <laughs> I'm not, you know, whatever, just, whatever. Just but it. I also said that the Sixers will win the East by at least eight games. They're damn near an eighth yeah. seed, but they are the six seed with a twenty three and thirteen record, uh, eight eight games back from the first seed. Yeah. It's time, but I don't see I don't see teams like, you know, Boston and and, and Milwaukee dropping off too too much barring barring injury. Right. Um. So you know, they, I think they still a contender. And then no, de- definitely still a contender. Definitely you think contender. you think this roster they have now is better than last year's roster? No. Um, really, I don't. As much as I as as much as I welcomed the added rebounding and defensive and, and defense of Al Horford, mm-hmm. there's things about Jimmy Butler that you just can't replace. Um, <laughs> it just is. It's just things about Jimmy Butler that you can't replace. That's true. So no, I don't think the team is better. Even with Josh Richardson, I mean he's a he's a he's a streaky guy. You haven't really seen him like consistently. Now I think he finally has his health. Right. So uh-huh. he, you can show he can show you. True, but I mean, what's the name was consistent. JJ Reddick. There you go. Um, I still think that they're a contender. Just you know, they just got to get it together. As long as Embiid can stay healthy, man, they can. The sky's the limit for them. And that's an if, but. Yeah, we'll that's a big deal. I'm still riding with him, though. I'm still riding with him. Indeed. Um, let me see. Now, the Pacers are pretty hot. Yeah. What, what do y'all think about the Pacers? I mean, they they fifth in the fifth in the East. I, like I said earlier in the year, I had them finishing third. So obviously, I think they're a contender. I think uh, I'm I'm interested to see how 
how the kid, the superstar, comes back healthy. On the depot? On the depot. They're pretending. Think I'm a jig from the Mass Singer? Mm -hmm. I want to see how he fits in into that puzzle. You know, they've been rolling ever since he's been out. Um, Brogdon's been out. Sabonis has been out. Sabonis been balling. Yeah, Brogdon's been out, but they've been winning. So I'm I'm just, you know, want to see how that all comes together. I think they're pretenders because when I look at the top four teams in the East, the Pacers, I don't see them. I mean, their record may represent them being third right now, correct? No, they're fifth. I said oh. that they were going to finish third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I was just going off of that. But, well, yeah, that I mean, that confirms. Like, the top four teams, like, I feel in my eyes are the Bucks right now. Boston. Boston Sixers. I still Why is it so tough for you to say Boston right now? <laughs> because I still believe if the Sixers get it together, they could be the best team. But I, I don't I really don't know what's wrong with that team outside of looking at the fact that they don't have a consistent closer. So who's your top in, four right in now? Jimmy Buck. Huh? Who's your top four? Top four in the East right now is the Bucks. Boston's Sixers Heat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sixers and so, heat. If, so if you, in my pretend- eyes, if you're not top four, then you're a pretender. Okay. So Toronto is a pretender to you? Yeah. Right now they're they're the four seed, mm-hmm. twenty three and eleven record. They're pretending, even with let's say they're healthy. Right. Even even healthy. Even healthy. I still pretenders. I still think they're pretenders. I agree, man. They're bench. Mm. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. If they were healthy, um, I believe that six men would probably be uh, OG Ananobi. Well, no, I think he would actually start. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Please don't. That six man is no. I'm saying like who, who's above him? He started from the from the from the get go, didn't he? Your boy, OG Ananobi. They wouldn't be. Yeah, Van he Fleet. was starting. I Van think Fleet he... was starting. So it would, be Van, it would be Van Fleet. Patrick McCall. Yeah. Larry <laughs> Van Fleet. OG Adenobi. Siakam. Siakam and, and Ibaka. Well, no, Marcus Gasol. Like, Gasol. Like, come on, man. Okay, the so playoffs. You trusted Ibaka, Ibaka and Marcus Gasol? And that's the thing, In the playoffs, yes, and I am. And the, In the playoffs, yes, no. I am. Oh, you crazy. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Ibaka, okay. So say, you know, it's Gasol. So then you got Ibaka as the sixth man. And then who? Ronda Powell. I mean, <laughs> look, all I'm saying is they're not an easy out in the playoffs. They're not going to be like a – they're not going to get swept. Are they a contender in your book? They're not going to contend for fully to get to the final. Fully so, healthy, so what are we talking about? Fully healthy, I'm just saying. Fully healthy against one of the top four teams, they're six game out. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Um, I think that's that's pretty much it for the East. I think, obviously, Orlando is a pretender. Whatever AC seed, it's just I, – I need Chicago to get that AC. seed. I'm man. just waiting on somebody to trade for Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Why? That boy should. He should. He needs a trade. Orlando needs. Orlando needs a trade for real. Um, not yeah. For, yeah, not for him. I'm talking about for that organization because he's not obviously the man. Definitely not. Right, let's, let's go west. Who's who's contending and pretending in the west? Though we got you know number one, we got the Lakers. Number two, Denver Clippers. Both teams in LA are obviously contending. Obviously, can't wait to that West Conference Final. Yeah, can't obviously. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Mark Scott. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give me one. Denver's a contender. Uh, huh? I think Denver's a contender. Uh, really? Why? 
Wait, wait, wait. Talk about, talk about, So what you mean? Cont- so what do we mean by so when we say, we say top four teams, right? I had no, them. No, I had them in my top four. No, no. When we say when you say contender, you mean contender to come out the West, come out the conference? Is that what we are talking about? So I'm going off of Minifee. He said that if you're in the top four, you are a contender, right? Oh. So I think that they are a top four team in the West. So with that being said, they are a contender. Okay. And going into the season, I had them in the top four seed. So I think that their their team overall, they're very talented. And we talked about this off air. I think that they do need to add by subtracting. I think that they should get rid of one of the wings, primarily your boy. Um, which one is that? Oh no, um, fake hate him, man. I, I just I don't like him. <laughs> Will Barton. He has this Will false Barton. confidence. Will Barton. He has this Will false Barton confidence about him, man. Yeah, I really he, hate he him. Be the, he would be the trade bait. But Michael Porter Jr. As you can see, sample size Free is enough. Free him. <laughs> you know, six eleven kid that can shoot the ball. He he's long, athletic, and I think that he needs an opportunity to play. You know? So how about this? How about this? We talk about. I think he's more so going to play, replace, end up replacing Paul Millsap. Yeah, you got to trade Millsap too. Low key trade Millsap. You got to get rid of Millsap in order to free up minutes for mm-hmm. for uh, Porter. I can see that. He'll he be starting. Four. I can see that. He'll be starting part four. Right. On his fake mellow stretch stuff. at that. Right. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Denver is a contender, I guess. But we really just looking at LA and the and the Clippers. Are the Rockets a contender? Let's say they make a a late season acquisition, possibly. That's possible. I will admit the Rockets are better than what I thought they would be. Yeah. What if the Rockets get a uh, Rocco, Robert Covington? It doesn't matter. Be at nice. the same token, Mike D'Antoni is not going to change his offense. That's the problem. Rocco fits that though. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely do. does. And we've seen Mike D'Antoni with three-point shooters like Rocco on various teams. And have we ever seen him win anything? Nope. Dang. So it's... Because the thing is, like we was talking right before we started recording, you have a couple of days in between games, and you're playing the same team over and over. You get to get a practice or two in. You get to, you get to defend things like that. If all you have to do really is guard the three-point line and have a help, have a help defender – on a drive, okay, then you then you let Capella dunk eight mm-hmm. times a game. Yeah. Um. I mean, I just think that it's not, that's not going to fly in the playoffs, you know. You're going to game plan. I'm trapping James Harden at the top. I'm doing a boxing one. I'm letting Westbrook and, and Capella try and beat me. I don't trust Capella putting any low post moves on me in the paint. If it ain't a lob, a rim run dunk, he's yeah. not scoring. I think they're going to be a tough out. I think they're going to be – when they make it to the second round of the finals of the playoffs, they're gonna be a good seven game out. Yeah, when they the Lakers, that's the, that second round. They're gonna have to play the Lakers Utah. or the Clippers. Yeah, they'll be Utah. Seven. I think they'll be Utah. I, I, I think they're better in the playoffs. Two superstars like Westbrook and, and Harden. Like, let's say you do take Harden out of it, you basically have last year's OKC Thunder. <laughs> like, you got Westbrook making moves for everybody else for Capella. Like that, that two man yeah, game is pretty like solid. Utah team. I don't think so Mike. What's the team you think they will see in the first round? Houston. Houston. Uh, they seem maybe the Mavs. Maybe the Mavs will stay at five. So that'll That's be possible. that'll be tough. So who you got? Maybe. Um, I got Houston. I mean, I think Houston healthy, is the third best team Porzingis. in the West. Huh? Healthy Porzingis. A healthy Porzingis. I mean, it's in the playoffs. No, Houston is the third best team in the West. Period. 
point opinion. blank period like a city point blank girl. period um <laughs> so yeah so you got dallas as a five utah's a six the thunder surprisingly as a seven and the spurs at the eight it's funny if the Spurs, like, I want them to make the playoffs just to keep that streak, but I do want them to just change change some things, too, so I kind of want them to lose, too, so I'm kind of torn. I mean, they ain't going to um, win They're obviously a pretender. Okay. You know, <laughs> a nice, calm play. A real good, good, mild-mannered uh, franchise guy. But, yeah, that's what that's what they do, man. Virginia. Yeah, somebody from Virginia or something. The Akita. Um, <laughs> Cisco. Hey, Cisco. Yeah. The Spurs are going to draft a second rounder and make him a Hall of Famer next year, you know. Something like Ooh, that's um, a great segue. Well, Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, Hall of Fame. Definitely. Go ahead, take it over. So, who you got coming? Who you got? So, we got a couple of names, fellas, that um, we jotted down or think that's on the cusp, on the fringe of Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame or not? Uh, I just want to get a yes or no from you guys and a quick reason why Easy. behind those answers um, as far as Hall of Fame worthy. Um, the first Uh-oh. name on the list is Dwight Howard. This shouldn't even really be a question, in my opinion. Ooh. It's yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's oh, yes. unanimous. Yeah. I want that too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First ballot, though? It don't even matter. You're it doesn't matter. matter. Okay. We just, okay. <laughs> yes. When you look at the accolades that he has uh, as an NBA player, his first teams, his all defenses, his defensive player of the year, his rebounding champion. He is he is a Hall of Famer. Dang, Kyle Lowry, Olympic gold. Hey, um, so his his stats real quick. Career stats are he averaged seventeen points, uh, twelve rebounds, and that's um, fine. But this is what I want 1. you to do. Blocks. I want you to go to the front page of his. You know what? I'll do it myself. So now, run those, run those by me again really quickly, and I'm gonna tell you what they don't show. Yeah, but seventeen points, twelve point four rebounds, one point nine blocks on fifty eight percent from the from the field. Hey, let me stop you. And there, that's though. like, and that's like, eh, okay. But three time NBA defensive player of the year, four time All Defensive first team, jam first team, five time five time rebounding leader, two time leader in blocks. And that's and not he, and that's not counting the the All Star eight, the All NBA second teams. No, the second team defenses. Rookie first team. Okay. He's a that's Hall of Fame. That's, that's Hall of Fame. And, you know, they brought out that list of the all-decade team, you know, with the positions. I was cool if, if we had Dwight Howard as a center for the all-decade team. I was cool with that over AD. You know, I think that um, I think that it, he more so, more so had more accolades than AD. I mean, as far as success and what he, he brought to the game. So, yeah. But moving on. All right. So let's let's let's, let's go down the line. So next we got Lamar Soldiers. Yeah, your name. Yeah. I say nay. <laughs> before I, listen, before I would say yay, and this is the reason why. Before before Anthony Davis came into the league, who was the best power forward within that four or five year stretch? Anthony Davis. Yes. Before Anthony Davis. Yes. You um, had two. You had two names. You had Kevin Love and Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge is a multi-all-star. Mm-hmm. He, he's been that rock. He's going to give 20 and 10 every single year. Mm-hmm. I think that he was under, I'm not going to say undervalued, but him playing in Portland <clears throat> all those years and not winning, you know, you don't you don't hear his name too much because too much he's True. in the great Northwest and he his team was what it was. True. But when it comes down to it, there's not too many people that was better than LaMarcus Aldridge playing that power forward position. 
So I don't know if I, I can give him Hall I of Fame. Say yay. I don't know if I can give him Hall of Fame, but uh, I, I'll. I say nay, man. I don't think he. Has, I don't think he's done enough just yet. Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. I am going to have to. Wait, is Chris Webber in the Hall of Fame? No, nope. not yet. For real? Not yet. Then no. I can't put Lamarcus Aldridge in there. And Juwan's not here, but he, he he's always gunning for Chris Webber to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. If Chris Webber is not in the Hall of Fame, Lamarcus Aldridge can't be in the Hall of Fame. I like that. I like that. I agree. What I about like Chris Bosh? Mm. Got to think a little bit, don't you? That's tough. Yeah, that's that's a little. <clears throat> I would. He's an outstanding guy, so I think he would. I would get have in there. to give him the nod. I What's would have to give him the nod. Crusher? Because he's a champion. Um, he had good numbers with and without LeBron James. Two times. Two times. Yeah, and I think if his career wasn't cut short, he probably had a chance at another ring, possibly. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. He was the multi time All Star in, in Toronto. Um, again, like you can't say that about Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, Mino, like what has like, he done? Like, that's Mino what I'm saying. Like, if you know, if he didn't have the health condition, you know, he probably have more than one ring. Um, no, he got two rings, he, right? Yeah, he got yeah, two. He got, he got two. two rings. Yeah, yeah. he got two. Got two he probably have three, quite possibly. Who knows? I think he would possibly well, get another <laughs> ring because he would have he would have followed LeBron James. I believe it. I believe he would have followed LeBron James and got another ring. I believe it. At least they won. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty. I can see him in the Hall of Fame. Um, Joe Johnson is on this list. I saw Joe. I saw Joe. Okay. He had great years in Atlanta. Um, he was great solid. Sport. Boston, Atlanta. He was a solid dude. I'm gonna say no. Went to the Big Three. Came back, and where is he at now? I don't know. I agree. If I'm gonna go on my standards, uh, with a sprinkle of the NBA's, I'm gonna have to say no as well. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I look at the Hall of Fame like a prestigious thing that not everybody <laughs> can get to, and so like I'm, I'm a gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame. It's naturally, intrinsically, I, and I value championships. I really do. I know they say, oh, it's a team game. It, it is. is though. Do, do, do. So how you let I, I get it. First try. That was him. I didn't. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't think T Max should be in it. I don't. I don't either. Definitely not first ballot. So you know, I don't think a lot of people should be in it. I think it should be a select few of <clears throat> players that come along that you know qualify for it. I think you. I think being a champion is very, very important. While yeah. I, while I don't think that but, people who don't win championships shouldn't be in it at all, I think that it should be. You should be. I'm about to say because you could take away that whole '90s class of players, Barclays, the Ewings, but they the were still Stockton elite. Malone, the they were say, the obvious number championship one. Championship is very valuable. I get, I get that. They were the obvious number one option on their teams. You know what I mean? Like for years on end, and they made you know it was in Olympics and all that other stuff. So that's different. Mike dominated the decade, but like now you get into these players where you know one player didn't necessarily dominate. Who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man. So it, it's it's a different dis- discussion, but I don't know. I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm a gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame. I'm Mario so, Stoudemire. I was about to say Rondo. You gonna skip the Rondo, the point guard? Oh my god! Yeah, my see, you, you did it on purpose. You don't like Rondo, do you? What? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. What's up? Mm. Put Rondo in the Hall of Fame. Mm. 
I'm gonna say no. I figured you would. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say no, and the reason I'm gonna say no is that I don't. There's nothing that really stands out to me that he changed the game, or I has like, oh man, he's dominant in this aspect. I mean, he's a great passer. He won a championship. He's an amazing passer. Celtics, I get it. He, no, and a champion. He's a point guard. I mean, what does he? What did he bring? Take a look at this year's Lakers in what year? How many years he been in the league? Fifteen ish. Look, when he's on the court, they're the, an obviously better team now, and he's years in. Like he he can change a team. This is the same Rondo was with the Dallas Mavericks. That was a bad. That was a bad situation. Oh, you want to skip that, that situation? <laughs> you would bring that up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You I mean, would bring that up. That's that's talk facts. Though. I'm okay, on, let's I'm, talk. I'm on the bubble with Rondo. I think if he wins a championship with the Lakers, you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. I agree. But now, right now, on this date. I would have to say no. And I think Rondo knows that as well. I think a part of his, him trying to rejuvenate his career is because of the fact of the bad press he got from when he was with Dallas. And uh, what was the other team? He was with another team. Sacramento. Sacramento. He was in Sacramento. He was solid in Sacramento. Yeah, but those were two experiences that I think didn't do so well for his career or his, or his, um, his run for Hall of Fame. But if he win with LeBron, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he don't like that. <laughs> I'm torn. He's torn. I don't, think he, I don't think he needs to win with LeBron. But, uh, you know, I, I understand which, why you would say that. I understand why I would say that. Good luck to him. But anyway. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Kevin Love. What about Kevin Love? Where's he at? I don't think so. I don't think Kevin Love. I think the book is still out on him. I, I think that been these next injured. two, three years will determine if he's a Hall of Famer. He he's been so injured. He, he, he was, in, in but listen, Cleveland. he was successful with the Timberwolves before he went, you know, to where he was at. And in the injury you style, know, he's he's a walking double double, walking twenty twenty guy. Um, when he's motivated and he, when he's healthy, um, it's just a matter of him putting in that work. You know, these next few years. So he, he hasn't stayed healthy. When he left the Timberwolves, like my biggest thing with Kevin Love is him getting injured in the playoffs <laughs> when LeBron went crazy. You okay, know. that's one season though. That's, I mean, that's deep. these things define almost like your career. When people think of you, like they're not necessarily going to think of Timberwolves Kevin Love. They're going to think of and that's why and that's why I'm gonna give him an incomplete right now. I'm gonna give him an incomplete. I can see you giving him an incomplete, and again, just. Piggybacking off Minnow when you compare similar players. As much as I don't like him as a person, and it has nothing to do with his commentary because I hate that shit too. Chris Webber. <laughs> but if Chris Webber is not in the Hall of Fame, I can't put Kevin Love in the Hall of Fame right now. That's a that's a good litmus test for real talk because like yeah. Chris Webber is not a Hall of Famer. So, so let me ask you guys this question since we're on Chris Webber. Why do you think he's not in the Hall of Fame? To be honest. Because he won't admit what he, what he up for? <laughs> That's what he wanted to think so? Hey, real talk. That's hey. why I don't like him as a player. Like, the man's dead, and he's still lying on his name that he never got any benefits. You know what I'm saying? All of the other guys have admitted to it. It was just you. You, the number one player in the country that year. You was the only one that did. Come on, man. That's trash. Come on, man. That's trash. I think I think Chris Webber should, like, Make amends with Jalen Rose, like like Kobe and Shaq did on the on the NBA TV special, and like that would be nice for his yeah. for his legacy. I think on the behalf of my man Jalen Rose, 
watching Jalen and Jacoby, he has mentioned that he has reached out to Chris Webber right. and, has, and has offered him an open platform to come on the show, and Chris Webber has yet to reach out. Mm. So uh, that's just that's just that's just what they telling me. That's that's just what Jalen was telling me. So True. on the show, so. I remember him saying that actually. Not to bring that up, and that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's definitely a soft move. I think that he should do that. I think it would it would bode well for for the, his whole outlook. Period. Um, but we'll move on. Derrick Rose. Last but not least, D Rose, the man. Shot town, born and bred. I wish. I'm going to say no, but I wish he was a Hall of Famer. He said, I'm a Hall of Famer in my uh, eyes this year. Didn't he say that? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Hall of Famer in my eyes. Look what I did. Look what I've been through. He definitely I, I has a Hall it. of Fame talent. He definitely has, you know, that cachet. But mm. he said, he said I made it. I'm, I'm a Hall of Famer, and, you know, for, for, for the, my people. The injuries that's right. That's it. And that's why he finished his career. It could be because he could be a Grand Hill story. My thing is. He could be a Grand Hill story. D. Rose is not a Hall of Famer, and it's not his fault. It's injuries, and you like, and that's unfortunate. But at the same time, we are talking about the Hall of Fame, and you have to take injuries into account. And because of that, he does not make the Hall of Fame. Point. So you saying like he's like a Grant Hill? Yeah, you know. yeah, and a T Mac, and like everybody Brandon in Chicago Roy. probably think he's a Hall of Famer, but like, like Bra- realistically, no, yeah. man. Like what? Oh man, Brandon Roy. No, I'm saying like if if Brandon Roy had continued his oh his yeah, section yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean right, he, he would have been Hall of Famer Grant Hill Hobbsy but probably only went Hall of Famer but look again T Max still made it damn that's true though <laughs> T Max still made it though that's what I'm saying like if stuff Chris like that Weber is not in the Hall of Fame that's that's T Mac is man look I don't like that man I don't like that Chris Webber man please just uh, you know confess to your sins yeah. bro we get it. Yeah, man, you know. just, you know, just come come to terms with everything, man. That'll be good for him. I um, would offer you to come on the show, but you already heard me say I don't like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Hey, he, he should want to come on the show to debate you. <laughs> no, I'm going to call timeout. Hey, but thank you, though. I appreciate it. All right, no, he's definitely not going to be on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for the ring. He definitely is. Smith, the GOAT. All right, so next, so ne- next topic we had on the sheet was officiating, but uh, Phil has a opinion about this topic. What is that, Phil? We talk about this all day, every day. And he I said feel like it's overrated. Nothing, it's overrated. There's nothing we can do about it. We get it. We get that. You know, officials. So because it's F-up. nothing you, but so because it's, you feel there's nothing we can do about it, you're saying we shouldn't talk about it at all. I think that it's something that we're beating a dead horse that's literally in the ground. Dead. No, I think we're we're think trying we, to be an I elephant think, in a room. How about I that? think I think we need to talk about it because it's alarming. Okay. okay. The number of calls that have been overturned, and the fact that as a professional basket in, in any profession, you want the game to be called as fair as possible. And when Tim Donahue. and when. <laughs> And, and with this new and with this new coach's challenge, it's showing the flaw in these in these refs. And by all means, no one is perfect, but to some degree, there is a level of expectation that you should have in your love in your in your profession. Like like, can you imagine if they did this for like doctors? Like the right. number of operations that really went right out of the number of operations that went wrong, yep. and then it came out like, well, yeah, thirty-three uh, percent of uh, operations go wrong, and 
and 66 go right. I got like, some statistics. So what's specific- you be like, oh, okay. hell no. I so got some numbers Before you get to the numbers, what specifically do you want them to change as far as the officiating? <laughs> if, if it was up to me, I just believe that there needs to be more. I, me personally, I think there should be more coaches challenge. Like, yep. Like, give him like three a game or something. Two like, a game. because he, my thing is, if you if if this coaches challenge is showing that you fucking up this much or on this small sample size. I remember mean, if he didn't cuss on the podcast. Y'all remember that? <laughs> no, I, I don't like to. I don't like to use go language. Ahead. I don't like go to ahead. use language that's you not could. used in you corporate right. America. Are you right? I okay. Know. They say funny. they say fuck all the time in fuck corporate America. Shit, Damn, I hear right. all that in corporate. America. All right, go ahead. All right, but. <clears throat> But yeah, what I was saying was like, I think there should be more coaches challenge because we're only seeing the refs fuck up on a small sample size mm-hmm. because there's only one per half. What is it? One per game or one per half? One per game. One per game. How many calls are made in a game? Go ahead, tweet. Drop, drop that knowledge real quick. Go ahead. Get so before you get that, hold on. One last thing. One last thing. One last thing. One last thing. Like this. Every, do you want them to challenge every single call? Like, I don't want them to challenge. I, I just said. Now you want to throw I, some I, extremes at you. Look no, at no. I just said. I, I, I wish that there was more challenges. The coaches should. And I don't think. I don't think. I don't think refs. I don't think coaches should get penalized with a timeout neither. Mm. Huh? Okay. I, I really That's don't. That's so, as far as challenging, you think that they should challenge everything? As far as oh, all right, what are the right, limits? What are the limits? I believe that the refs. I mean, I believe that the team should get at least one challenge uh, per half. That'll be solid. I, I, I want to say one per quarter, <laughs> right. but everybody yeah. gonna say that's oh too, my God, yeah, that's too that's much. Too You're not getting what I'm but, saying. But, Do you want them to challenge anything, anything, and everything? No, or keep it no. up. They got it. Like I, I, no, I prefer no, traveling. No. I prefer them to keep it how it is. The parameters and, and the guidelines that they have with it now. With what's it? Goaltending, uh, fouls. What else is it? So right, I, that's part of the stats actually. Um, so all all they're challenging right now is a called foul, out of bounds, or goaltending slash basket interference. Right. And now that we're here, I think this is interesting. So apparently they take account those three those three topics of. Two challenges, and then they they take the number of challenges, the number of successful challenges, um, you know, basically success successful divided by unsuccessful, and the overturn rate. So the overturn rate, so the, basically the success rate of the coach from challenging the call um, of an a called foul. This is total just as fouls. Of, just a call foul. Just fouls. As of December, this is these stats are as of December twentieth. Uh, call foul success rate or, or overturn rate for coaches is forty two percent. That's just that. That's just a one topic. Come on, fam. And uh, I'm glad Juwan out here because he, he wouldn't he wouldn't allow us to talk about the uh, this the, the officiating. This is 42 percent of of coaches challenging. Every time a coach is challenged, a foul, that a, a call foul, a foul that is overturned. That, it's overturned. 42 percent. Either one. Okay. Okay. Either one. It's overcall. It's overturned. 42 percent of the time. Almost, ha- half, almost the half the time in that sample size, the ref is wrong. Let me give you, let call me give you, some, foul. Let me give you some specific numbers. So, um, the number. Tell of- me in what profession you can get away with doing that type of work. <laughs> NFL. Hey, hey, and this is what, hey, look, Minnow, real quick. Not this is what me and Minnow was talking about the other day. Like, 
my theory was this challenge skydiving. <laughs> this challenge. Oh, that's fucked up. You know what? Hey, who are you, Mary? Who are you? But look. This challenge thing is the coach's <laughs> statistics. Yeah, the players are measured by points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. Now the refs are measured yep. as well. What's up? Yep. What's yep. up? That's why I believe there should be more. And because that, that sample size right there is small, but that's a 42% sample size showing that the refs mess up. I got some more numbers for you. Look, the 254 total challenges were made. So they were six, and this was challenging a foul call. 254 were challenged. 106 of them were successful, 148 were unsuccessful. So 42%. 40, 42% was a success rate. All right, let me go forward. So out-of-bound calls, out-of-bounds calls, uh, 37 total were challenged, 28 were successful, um, 9 were unsuccessful. So that's a 76% success rate from the coaches for, uh, for an out-of-bounds call. But then you wonder now, why the now, players... Now, 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 I got a question on the out-of-bounds call. Uh-huh. Now, this isn't... Whether or not a foot was on the line, this could be, you know, who's hands yeah. last. Now True. that can be a bit difficult at times. I get it. True, but that foul stuff. Foul is like that's alarming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I think on, so man. as well. I think so as well. Uh, so let me, you know, the next one, final third one. We got all this technology. Yeah, Bucket. today get rid of the refs. Let's let's go so, straight see, to see, robots. No, 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 no. See, see here, here you go. But look, let me just let me just do this. Look, goaltending slash go basket interference. Listen, listen, listen. Let me just, just last that. Goaltending slash basket interference. Twelve total were challenged. Seven were successful. Five were unsuccessful. So the coaches have a fifty-eight percent success slash overturn rate on goaltending slash basket interference. If I'm a coach, I want more challenges. Just off of that information alone, I'm like, uh, okay, either. I, I need more challenges because your refs can't call the game, apparently. Here, here, here's my thing. I'm not going to a James Harden. If it was me, if it was me <laughs> in an effort to solve this problem, but appease the fans and keep the game uh, uh, um, you know exciting fast pace. Exciting you gotta, and it's you keep the level pace of pace. Yeah, keep the pace up. Would you bring in another ref? To have another angle. So how many reps they got right now? Three? Three. Every game? Four. I mean it's four sides of it, like, you know, it's a square court, it's a rectangular court. Get four that's that's fine. I'm good with that. Take some money from somewhere else to make sure we have look, me and Memphis were talking about this the other day. I just want the refs to be consistent. It don't matter if you if, if we call in hand checking, call it. If we call in verticality on a on whenever somebody drives to the court, call it that way. I just want a, a consistent officiating so players can know because now it's like players a lot of players you know they, they talk for, to the refs because they don't know it's like okay what what's going on tonight are the refs going to call it one way or are they going to call it another way just and, be consistent and here's my thing like I understand adding a new ref would adding another ref would would help but me and Twitter was watching the game the other day and I forgot who it was I forgot who was playing but he did a pump fake and he did the James Harden way stuff? N- no, remember he did the pump fake, but then he stuck oh, no, out. Right. That was Joe Ingles. Uh, when Joe he was playing, Ingles playing somebody else. He was playing the Kings or something. It was somebody lowly, but they called a, a defensive foul on <laughs> Joe Ingles pushing his ass out on a three point. He the dude. Well, we've seen that by him. No, this is blatant. This no, is blatant. no, bro. This and is the, the ref was standing right 
there. And many people are like, I'm right here looking at a TV screen and I see that. And I see this happening. And and I forgot who it was, but he was going off. And I was like, you know, I was like, because I was like, I get a tech on that. Yeah, you got to get a tech I, on I was like, I was like, as a player, I'm getting a tech on that. <laughs> because that don't make no sense. How yeah. are you as a ref standing right there and don't see that he pump faked and then stuck his butt? He was behind him. He, he Buddy flew behind out. him. He was behind him. He damn near. Uh, Buddy uh, stuck. Him. Buddy stuck. Right. Buddy fell to the ground. Yeah. He stuck his ass out and then <laughs> shot. And they called a, a defensive foul on Buddy. I was like, unbelievable. Question. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you, do I'm you, getting a tank. Like I'm getting a tank. <laughs> almost, <going> almost, almost, almost <laughs> tore my leg. Fuck. Messing around with you too? Nah. Right. Nah. Nah. I, and you stand like he was standing. Right there, like that, yeah, like that, that just blew me. I'm just like that. That makes no sense. So, so okay, another suggestion to combat this: What if the <laughs> if there's any type of you know video training, whatever the hell the referees see coffee see or go through <laughs> see whatever whatever their process is, whatever what, whatever they see, whatever videos, whatever handbooks they get. Do you feel that those should in tune, I mean, excuse me, should in turn be available to all organizations so that maybe assistant coaches or, or directors of player personnel or whatever can familiar themselves with it so they can let, you know. I think what you're talking about is consistency, a consistent message I, I just throughout thought the of, league. I just thought about something. Right. I just thought about something. Agoutney. I think that, the, well, that's not, no, 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 that's not going to work. <laughs> Good. I was thinking that they should just take more time before they actually make the call to like, like, have a conversation with the other refs. Like, yo, did did I make the right call? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of them, like, they pride be on the line. Like, no, nah, I made this call. It is absolute right, yeah. type. You know what I'm saying? That's true too. I feel like if they was to take more, like, even if they was to take, like, make make a call a foul, and then it's like, come on, like. It be so blatant. They'll show it on the Megatron on the on the big screen. The They'll show it on the big screen. The whole crowd will see it and go off. And the ref would just be sitting there like No, I didn't have no, 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 it. No. This is like come on, man. Okay. Like, I just don't want a baseball game though. See, yeah, no, so one time is not going to They want to get away from that. Uh, is, 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 is America and China and the world, is basketball fans willing to give up this fast-paced game that we see now? No, I don't, like, yeah, me, personally, four, four, me personally, four, I don't four, care. Four, like, the game already four, goes four, fast as hell. I'm like, saying for a more consistent call. Absolutely. As a, 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 a fan... As a fan, I want what's fair. In life, I want what's fair. Okay? Like, so when I watch... And that's on life, bro. That's on life. But no. But... So when I'm watching my basketball, and I see a ref make a wrong call, I'm like, bro, like, how is how much is he getting paid to do this? Like, like... You get paid X amount of dollars to do this, to get called to to make the right call. Call the game the right way. And you showing me these statistics where they're all failing in this small it's sample size. You getting even. fired. You can't do that in corporate <laughs> America. You getting fired. You getting called in the office like sir. This is the we got to talk about show. this. First quarter, your calls was your calls was hey, off by this amount. Hey, look. Second quarter, your calls was off by this amount. 
We're going to give you one more quarter, but after that. <laughs> one more quarter. Hey, it breaks it down from quarter to quarter as well, the stats. That's what I'm saying. Like, so in corporate you know. America, that type of stuff does not fly, especially those type of numbers. Nah, bruh. And everybody's, and they're probably like, like, nah, man, I don't even like the coach's challenge. Uh, why not? Why? <laughs> give me one reason why you don't hey, like the coach's challenge. People don't like challenging authority, man. All right? And then all I'm going to say to end this real quick is, um, we sit here and talk about. We just talk about who to. Because and it, it, I it just, should be talking about. It should be talking bro, about. Bro, because that, like imagine like imagine you betting on a game, right? Like like okay, there's everybody has their thoughts and stuff about betting. You know what I'm saying? Is it morally right or whatever? Jesus. If it's morally wrong, whatever, right? But just let's just say you was a betting man and you bet on the games, right? And you see a call that cost you like five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, and you sitting here like I. That was not off on him. That was off on Jimmy Butler. You, everybody see it, but that call cost you five. You, you, you flipped hey, the shit. Hey, you know, I'm waking up the next morning like, <laughs> you see the NBA saying that? They would have overturned that. Right, right. 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 That's the right. weakest thing ever. Right. 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 I told y'all I was right. Them two-minute reports on the your weakest thing that and back, look, bro. So look, that that's, that's huge right. too. The the two minute report, like that's that that was the beginning. That was the beginning. I'll I think. be super this is, pissed. This, they're, they're, look, Adam Silver is uh, he's gonna keep doing stuff like this every year, and I appreciate Adam Silver for for doing this because now again after this year they look at the stats and they could be like, all right, so what happened? Well, we got to change. So all I'm saying is, look, we sit here talking about who's on the Hall of Fame, what's their numbers, blah blah blah. We should be able to hold the refs accountable too. This should be a ref hall of fame too. For, for, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, bro, what do we? They, they, they in the game too, hey, right? They, they part of the game, right? Real, real quick before we go into the next topic. Before we started, remember we were talking about how the Nuggets need to free Michael Porter. Yeah, yeah twenty five. See, senor. Twenty five on eleven of twelve from the field. I, I, I tried to go school, school, but he on my team yeah, already. Free him. He, he sent me Michael Porter too. I was like, hmm. Except free him. Never mind. Okay. Well, that's good. So, who all played? Did Millsap played and uh, Millsap played Gary Harris seven played. minutes. Wow, Millsap played. That's what I, I Millsap already played, looked at. Millsap I was over there quiet minutes. for like five minutes. Like, Millsap played more minutes than Yoki. How many minutes what? did Gary Harris play? What was the end of the? What Gary the Harris played thirty-seven minutes. What was Damn. the end score? What, what Will Barton play? Will Barton played thirty-three minutes. So, where his minutes coming from? <laughs> um, oh, the other two guards didn't play. Uh, Tory Craig and uh, and Beasley. But everybody Beasley. else, everybody Beasley else Beasley played minutes. at least at least twenty minutes aside from uh, Morris. Morris only played fourteen minutes. They might have freed him. Free Phil. him. They might have freed him already. Listen, I've, been, I've, been, I've been raving about this boy since before he got hurt. That he he's that guy. I mean, before he got hurt, he should have been the number one pick. I'm about to go send Michael Trey real quick. But look, I was looking <laughs> on. Uh, I was looking the other day when he dropped nineteen and six. On uh, the 29th against Sacramento, that was but Millsap and Gary Harris didn't play. But then a game after that, he dropped seven and three. So I'm like, okay, back hey, to normal. Listen, right. Well, I guess he, he always I guess needs he's opportunity. Free. Some people just need opportunity. And he's the one. And so I, I really want to talk about trades, but okay, say that for later. But um, we actually are on trade. Oh, we all trade. So I wanted to like go through every. So all right, fuck it. Denver. What should Denver do? So we were talking about this offline. So should Denver trade, and who should they trade, and to free Michael Porter. Well, maybe they, they get don't somebody? need to now if they sit a couple cats. <laughs> right. right. I think, the thing, I think right. the thing is sitting the two guards and giving Michael Porter more minutes. Michael Porter can't handle the ball. So I think that maybe they realize that they don't need to have three to four guards available a night 
You know what I'm saying? When you have two guards, two wings, and your center can all handle the ball if need be. I truly think the Nuggets need a go-to two or three. Because I feel like Joker and, you know, Murray, they're amazing supporting cast, but they're not dog players. They're not no dogs. They're not no, let's Joker, go get this bucket in a clutch. He's an, he would be an amazing supporting cast player. He'd be part of a big three. Him and Murray would be part of a big three, but I think they need a go-to two or three. Michael Porter could be that. I'm saying, I'm saying win, to win the championship. That, that, that's all I'm thinking. I'm like, to put this team over the edge, they need a go-to they got Wing the pieces, player. man. They got the pieces. They got the pieces over there. To win the championship? I think so, absolutely. You it's just a matter of them just the Are they winning the championship this year? If I'm a betting man, no. Okay, why, the, so who they need to win the championship? Uh, Michael Porter is one of them, for I'm sure. Saying, so, okay, uh, next year. Uh, next year, are they winning the championship, Bill? Uh, I don't. It's a lot of things that get changed between there and here and next year. Tweedle, I'm you know that. With Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James in the league and, and Giannis, who are they putting? Forget dude. Who are they? Who are they beating? <laughs> who are they beating? And what needs to happen? Twiddle. That's all I'm saying. What needs to happen? So we all understand that the Clippers and the Lakers are the elite of the of the league, right? Okay. Okay. Michael Porter is a phenomenal player. I, you know, I'm high on him, but he's are. still young. He's still, so are you, you know saying Michael Porter needs experience. time? He needs time. He needs time. Okay, how much time? I don't. I, I'm not a scientist. You. you know, there's well, no tangible number. All right, come on, man. That's not. That's that's right. unfair, Tweedle. It is. So no one knows what the Denver Nuggets need to win a championship. I just think that they. Well, I do think that they need to get rid of players like Paul Millsap. Okay. Um, they need, you know, it's the West. You know, they are, they already they already have a big man in Jokic who can get up and down the floor, but you know, not with the likes of a Clint Capella or you Anthony, know, Davis. Or Anthony Davis or even a Montrezl Harrell. To be honest yeah, with you, right? You know, so I think they need a bit more youth, a bit more mobility, a bit more athleticism in the front court. Modern day Sabonis. No. Who, uh, Joker? Nah, he moved better than Sabonis. Yeah. It's Sabonis. We call, we call I, Sabonis I never, late in his career. I never right. seen video of Sabonis back in the day. He, moved, he, he moved better than That dude, that dude. Shout out shout out to uh, his son, Montes. Whew. Yeah, nice. he doing his thing. He, he holding the family name for sure. i give him that. Um, so, uh, other trade rumors. So, Darren Collison, it was in the news that he's he might, you know, consider a return from <laughs> retirement. He, he retired. Out of nowhere, uh, the cynical <laughs> side of me, right there. What was going on? Phil? So he he retired because of religious reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no, no, spread the word. Well, so why did he retire? He retired. The reason why he retired is because of his religion, and he felt like he needed to do what he needed to do as far as take that journey with his religion. Mm, um, okay. Now he wants to come back. I'm I'm just curious to know, like, what in process of him talking to the man above that he's like, ah, oh, I think you should go back to the league. Just the cynical side of me. Like, is it the money? <laughs> is know. it, you know, like, what is it? But, I mean, he's a good player. I think he could help anybody, you know, whether it be the Lakers, Clippers, or any other contenders out there. Um, yeah. Who should he go to? I, I don't In know. a perfect world, who, who would you want him to go to? <laughs> who the... Come on, man. I'm I'm not I'm not that I don't want to pick side, bro. Like, I'm forcing you. I'm not that. I'm dude. trying to get him to pick a side. Right. Never mind. I think Darren Collison should go to the Clippers because they don't have any point guard on their roster right now at all. And I think hey, he would man. be great. Pat Bev ain't a point guard. He's a shooting guard. <laughs> Who is he listed as? 
point guard slash shooting guard, but it's a, he's a shooting so guard. Point guard. Nah. So Collinson would be great for their team. Or I don't. Eh, I wouldn't even say the Lakers because you could just get him the Brown way. So um, I don't know. Um, somebody. I think the Clippers. So um, who else? Who else is on the trade block? I think Kevin Love was out there too. I think a there. report came out that. They're definitely trying to trade him, and it's basically going to happen, but where should he go? Should it be Portland or somebody else? I think I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to whoever has the most assets for that team. I think Portland needs to pull the trigger on the trade. Uh, just looking at they, the makeup of their squad, they – they need a stretch four, like they they need a legitimate big like stretch four who can not only spread the court for Dame and CJ, but I think so that'll also Mello? that'll also help. Huh? So fuck Melo. I was about to no, say. No, I think that'll help Melo. That'll also help Melo. But Melo right now he's not doing it for them because of his the way the style of his game. Yes, he's a scorer, but. It doesn't help, especially on nights when he's inefficient. As you can see, aren't they like on a five-game losing streak? And and to your point, so, stretching yeah. the floor out, I think that their problem isn't offense. It's their defense, their interior side. And I think Kevin Love is that type of person that's a shot block. They need they need their team back healthy. They need Nurkic back. They need that young boy. Collins. Collins back. Shot blockers, people that can alter the game. It's they well, can score with the well, best my, of them. My thing is Nurkic. I think if he was healthy, they wouldn't be in this predicament. But he's not, and so because of what where they at now, it's like, do you wait for Nurkic to come back? Give when is Collins coming back? When is when? Aren't they both coming back this year? Yeah, they both. They both supposedly, like around All Star break, right? Supposedly. So if they're both coming back, I don't think they necessarily need Kevin Love because it's the offense isn't their problem. So threes isn't their problem. It's them defending the interior paint. Kevin Love is not that answer, bro. So what? What uh, seed is Portland right now? They oh, like they, the, they should be out of the. They like yeah. the tenth seed. No, they're like the tenth seed. Yeah, they they not in the playoffs. And I think Kevin Love. Can you confirm that for me real quick, Tweedle? Whatever seed they is, I just don't okay. think Kevin Love so, will help them. So they the ninth seed right now. The they the ninth seed right now. <clears throat> Y'all think they gonna make it to the to the All Star break without Nurt? I don't think that they. I don't think that there's anything gonna change with Kevin Love. I'm telling you, their their problem is not their offense is stretching the floor out, Minifee. It's I, them stopping somebody. So what? <laughs> Kevin Love do? can't guard a chair. When I watch them play, it's not even about Kevin Love because I feel like you can hide his defense when you have Hassan Whiteside on the court. When I watch them play, I feel like Damian Lillard works too hard to get his buckets. Way too hard. And All that's a problem. You shouldn't Dame Dame shouldn't be having to score 35 a night in order for y'all to have a chance to win a ball game. And Melo, he's a good scorer, but he's not the best three-point scorer that they have and I don't think he's the the rebounder that Kevin Love ever was. And I think if you add that to this team, then you have a better chance of maybe doing something because right now, right, right now they're not they doing make anything. The playoffs first. <laughs> they're not doing anything right. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they're not even gonna make the playoffs. playoffs. Kevin Love will knock knock Osei, OKC out, and uh, they'll be in the playoffs if they got Kevin Love. They ain't winning nobody's championship though. Uh, my thing is, my thing though. is, you don't even have to like Melo could still start. If you got if you got Dame, CJ, Melo, Kevin Love, and Hassan Whiteside, Melo gonna start at the three though. Yeah, I yeah. mean, why not? Because he can't guard nobody. <laughs> Melo at the three. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I, I do think Kevin Love should be moved, and I do think the Blazers would definitely benefit 
Um, but I mean, it's a lot of teams out there that would love a stretch four like Kevin Love, though. So you never get know. back Nurkish, get back Collins, get healthy. Like, what if the Bucks got Kevin Love, something like something like that? That'd be nice. Then that's what That'd be crazy. that's that's what the Bucks need to do to keep uh, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, real because he out of here. If the Bucks traded for Kevin Love, they would look similar to or a little bit better than they did last year when they had uh, Miritich. They got the mm-hmm. pieces. They can play a trade. Ilya Sova and a couple other pieces in a draft pick or something. So, I don't know. Uh, who else is on the trading block? Anybody else heard anything? Has, um, has uh, who is it? Iggy went to the Lakers yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Not okay. Yet. But they did say that they are going to trade him. Yeah, the Grizzlies being selfish. Yeah. Grizzlies are um, going to trade them, but they're looking at their team and they're just trying to get the most they can for them. Oh, yeah. And um, Dwayne, Dwayne Dedman got fined $50,000 for saying that he wants to request a trade. That he this is is this the first time we heard this before? I knew yeah, he like Like people requesting trades and getting. No. That's why I brought it up in the group because AD got fined for bringing it up when they leaked it to the press. And I was like, I was like. I was like, ain't, shouldn't Devin get fined? Because he just came out and said he wanted to be traded. Like, they just right. came out with a rule saying you can't do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Devin, Devin just got paid, though, didn't he? So, right, he don't care. He, he, he good. Uh, I think Devin can help a couple people, though, if he can stay healthy. So, I don't know. Um, so, that's all for the trade rumors really right quickly, now. Though, but yeah. That I so, didn't notice. Um, so, they said yesterday, as the Blazers took the floor, uh, a random rumor had started. Uh, surrounding C.J. McCullough on mm-hmm. social media. Um, it says that NBA Twitter caught fire after people on Twitter were talking about how ESPN's NBA insider Woj, of course, uh, was discussing trade rumors on ESPN regarding play, uh, trailblazer shooting guard C.J. McCullough with speculations with teams including the Heat, Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. Okay, yeah, I Googled that. It says Sixers interested in C.J. McCullough. I think it is time for them to break that up, though. Why? That backcourt. You just talking about how they was... I like I like both of them, for sure. I but like I mean, both, but it's like they both at a standstill. He's it's a standstill. He's not going nowhere, bro. You got to change something up. CJ, I think C.J. CJ can run his own nice, team. But who would you give up? You think C.J. <laughs> can run his own team? No, I'm saying I think C.J. No. has the skills to run his own lead team. his own team. Really? Yes, I'm saying Lee have boy. <laughs> no. Just saying, um, I, 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 Philly would be a good look, and Milwaukee. Philly would definitely be a good look. Milwaukee got Philly, yeah, Philly need a clutch player to it downstairs. And another shooter. I like that. Who would they give up? Do they got a first round? Sixers ain't got nobody left. Shit, <laughs> bitch is terrible. Mm. I like Richardson. Though. Like I don't know. He, he could defend. And CJ is another person who yeah. guard chair. <laughs> <laughs> And B just need to stay healthy in Philly. That's all. Philly will be successful. B just stay healthy. Who they got to offer? That's what I'm saying. Like Milwaukee got got assets. I think they can't get rid of Eric. I doubt Portland will want Eric Bledsoe. You never know. No, Mm -hmm. it'd be like that's that's kind of like a downgrade. Yeah, that's a downgrade at that position. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I, I'm I'm very excited for this trade season, though. I think I think a lot should happen, and I think a lot will happen. But when is the trade we'll deadline? See. Anybody know? Underdog. The week after All Star. Yeah, I know it's February, <coughs> but uh, let me see. NBA trade deadline is February sixth. Okay, I think 
Thursday, February 6th. Ain't that earlier? That's yeah, earlier. Yeah. All-Star next weekend. That trade deadline might determine who wins the ship. It quite, quite possibly. I mean, I the Lakers think, don't have to make a move. So. I don't think so. I, don't, I think, I think, man, Lakers if Darren Collison really decides to come back and and he chooses either one of those L.A. teams, they immediately get a crazy boost. In and I think a lot of people know Darren that, Darren Collison too. plays both ends of the floor. He do. Yep. He's smart. Mm-hmm. He can hit the open shot with ease. He can control the floor if need be. Yep. Shoot the three. Push the pace. Create. That's going to be a big signing no matter which of those L.A. teams he signs to. Darren Collison is only 32 years old. So, so, so is there like a rule? Like, he retired. Was he under contract with anybody? If not, is he is he free to sign with anybody? I thought he was still with the pace. Or does he have to wait, like, in the waivers? Right, I'm assuming that he'll be placed on waivers. Yeah. Anybody know, underdog? Um, I'm looking up his contract right now from my little app here. Let me see. I think he's with the... I thought he was a free agent. Okay. If so, then, that's just... See, I think exactly. and he's an LA guy with the Pacers. And he's an yeah. LA guy, so yeah. he's coming home. Yeah, he was with the Pacers. UCLA. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm signing. So I'm looking at it. Signing. July 12, twenty fourteen. Carlson signed a three year, sixteen million dollar deal with the Oh King. yeah, he out of that. Oh, that's, uh, that's uh, contract. Okay. Let me break it down here. Get through these ads. All right, two years, twenty million. Twenty nineteen free agent. He's he's right now he's, he's an unrestricted free agent. But last okay. thing last thing on here is the the Pacers. Last two years base salary ten million dollars. I just wanted to hear unrestricted unrestricted free agents. So. Yeah, he unrestricted free agent. Okay. Um, but yeah, I cool. think it's it's gonna be real interesting, man. A lot of teams need to make a lot of trades, so I think I think they need to go ahead and pull them triggers, man. Bulls need to make some moves. Spurs need to make some moves. Man, I don't want to any talk other about any other. Uh, I know you don't want to talk about the Spurs. It's all good. I said I don't want to talk about the Bulls. Oh, yeah. yeah that too. Them too. The Bulls need to make a front office move. Yeah. Throw fire, that whole franchise away, B. Fire guy back. Throw that whole franchise away. Yeah. It's unfortunate, man. I want to watch the Bulls and, you know, have some faith in them, but not right now. Um, all right. Any other trade rumors? Signings? Anything no, else? I that's, it. That's, it. that's it. Okay. All right. Did y'all... Uh, Philly Valtile and then want to talk about coaches, uh, college corner and anything cracking in the college. <laughs> Philly Vitale. Like <laughs> What's the name starts this week? Uh, conference play, yeah. pretty much. Yes, everybody. sir. Conference play. It ain't safe to be number one. No. 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 Unless you're Gonzaga. I, think. Yeah, I do think that Gonzaga will hold it the longest. Because of their conference. Weak yeah. as hell. Their biggest competition be like St. Mary. Yeah. And that's it. So... Mark Few, they'll, shout out to Mark Few. They'll Fugue. probably hold it the longest. Can't but, knock um, them for They do their thing, though. Mm-hmm. You know, per usual down in Doom, we got our sights on six, so. Mm-hmm. Shout, out, shout out Duke. I rock with Duke, man. I might, I might have them be my team. I, I like Virginia, though. They like the, they the Spurs uh, of college. So they the Spurs of college. Cut it out. <laughs> They have them be my team. You got to be accepted <laughs> to the brotherhood, man. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm rocking with y'all doing over there. Since FC, you want to be Popovich so bad. Hey, so, so wait. So who's y'all, who's y'all like, like, if we had the, wow. you know, the Bob monuments of coaches, who's your top four coaches of all time? time? Top four all time? Yeah. On who's both the levels or? No, college. College. college coach. 
Who's the goats? Who you say can't coach? Dean Cal. Roy. He said Cal can't coach. And my boy. fourth. You got to say this name. I know you better say this name. Bobby Knight. What? How you? Y'all, you disrespectful, mine, bro. Mine, mine, Cal. The Wizard? Cal. Cal. Smith. Excuse me, Coach K. I hate Cal. Cal K. <laughs> <Coach. laughs> like, what? what? He just asked me about Cal. Oh, I'm looking like, whoa, what? Coach K. Dean Smith. Jim Behan. Big fan. I'm actually big fan. So big fan. And my last one would be. Come on. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna have to go with my. I'm gonna. I'm just Come gonna on. stay true to me, and it'll be Tom Izzo. Mm. Okay. Mm. So no Roy, no Wizard. No Roy. Who's for you? Uh, I think. First of all, what? Wooden is the number I one coach. Play Wooden, man. I've Why not? Never seen Wooden good. coach. Why not? Phil seen him. I've never seen I haven't him. seen him. <laughs> Cut it out. That was in Phil. Of course, I, mean, I, I, I acknowledge all his accolades, but arguably he has the number one and number two greatest college basketball players of all time. Players. What he do? He just win like 10 championships, national championships. With the tallest nigga to ever play in the NCAA at one point. <laughs> till it got to the point to where they took the dunk out of the game until he went to the NBA. Yeah, the Wizards' fault. What year was that? What year was it? That's not Al Cinder's fault, but all, all Wooden did was stand there and reap the benefits of it. Though. And who did he get he, after? He, he didn't draw, he had, he draw no game. No, no, no check this out. Guys. But he had to recruit him, though. And who did he get after? Oh, man. That took, did he not have to recruit him? That took... That took all of what? Nothing. That took all of what? He got him to come to the West. He could have went to Adolph Rupp's Kentucky team. But what does that have to do with him coaching him, though? Cal's a good recruiter. I think he sucks as a coach. He makes no no in-game. To your point, the coach Cal, he... Amazing squad, amazing recruit, but he didn't do nothing, right? And he's not an all-time great. But wouldn't he did something? That's the difference between him and Cal. So you only feel you, but he's not on my list. He coached at a time where there wasn't a lot of competition. And this is the Will Chamberlain thing, right? right? I I I never said you can only play, only coach you can coach. And I I get that, but I got my opinion, and I'm putting it. Will either be Izzo or Jim Beheim, though? Like Jim Beheim, really? Mastermind. It doesn't have anything to do with his teams. That two, He's three, a mastermind. Jim Boeheim is a mastermind. For over, what, 40, 50 years? Jim Boeheim is a mastermind. And master we're talking mind. about what, how many did you have can you, ima- can, you imagine, can you imagine what Jim Boeheim can do with some of the talent that these other schools have had that didn't win championships? I can only Granted, listen. it's a whiff, if, or beth. But again, whiff, if, or you ask me. So here's my four. I love Boeheim. I love Izzo. Here's my four. K is the fucking GOAT without... Yeah. without Without question. Here's my four. Don't even debate it. Here's my four. The GOAT. Wooden is number one. Uh, Two is Coach K. Is he the GOAT, though? Coach K, number two? Coach K is number two. Wooden's the GOAT? Wooden's the GOAT. Wooden's the GOAT. How many many wins he got? Uh-oh. He didn't coach as long as uh, Coach K. Coach K. a long time. But he got more natties than him. He got more natties. Against who? A a bunch of players that look like him. Same way, same way, you know. But hey, Lou Alcindor, hey, Lou Alcindor, ain't white though. So no game plan. No game. He didn't have to coach. Bill Wall probably number one, number two greatest college basketball player of all time. Over Pistol Pete, he didn't have to coach. It's arguable. Speaking of Lou Alcindor, it's arguable. Speaking of Lou Alcindor, real quick, but but I got Wood averaged sixty with no three point line. That's that's hard. Pistol Pete might be all time. Sidebar: I just wanted to Google this and see what the years were. So the NCAA outlawed the slam dunk. Yeah. After the 1966 season when yeah, Lou Alcindor, Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar, 
was averaging 29 points a game, Cold. almost 70% shooting. But then they, they, they had that ban up until 1976, 75, 76. But that's season. because there was literally David no Thompson. one that could even remotely measure <laughs> remotely. to stop that. Can you look up his numbers remotely. between the year that they, the last year he was able to do it and the year after? I guarantee that's when the Scott Hook came in the form. Yeah. Well, that's just a <laughs> shout out to him to, you know yeah. what I'm saying, getting a, getting a, Arguably Adjusting. the greatest move ever in I'm surprised no one else ever tried to do that, though. Like People have tried, but sheesh, it ain't going to look like that. Kareem 7-4, when he put his arm in the air to let that bitch go, he probably had like 9-2. He just dropping that shit in there. Fuck it. That's all he's probably saying. Is he just got to hope that motherfucker just don't hit. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Basically. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's gone. I can't find his... Corey, who's your top? Who's your four? Who's on your 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 list? I had Dean, Coach K, Roy, and it was a toss up between Bayheim and Izzo. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Mm. Oh well. Can't find it. All right. Say that for next time. Uh, anything else? Any other final thoughts from this? This numbers lie episode. Man, I just I appreciate seeing y'all again, man. For New Year's. Oh yeah, man. You know, holidays, oh. man. You know, this <laughs> this here is it's good stuff, man. Indeed. Oh, this weekend. We got a couple oh, yeah. of good what's, games what's out in the Chicago land area. What's coming up on the Crush, you wanna lie. talk about it one time? The numbers lie coverage. You know. So we had uh we had Thornwood on Saturday. Shout right? out shout out to the DePaul team. I know they lost this this past week, but they're balling. To Miles They are they are a March the Madness team. I think they are day. Yeah, they lost oh, in, the last, in like the last three minutes. It's crazy. It was it was close. But their team, I think that they're probably the best Big East team. Granted, they lost to Seton Hall, but you know, if they played them again, I think they'll have their number. Okay, get Paul solid. All right. We gotta get out to a game, man. We yeah, gotta, we gotta yeah. get a chat out, get the, get, the, get the crew out to a to a uh, Wintrust Arena game one of these days. You know what I mean? We can do that. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, you know, numbers lie. www.numberslie.net/store. Listen, we got everything, man. We got hoodies, scullies. It's gonna be cold out ski there. Ski mask. Man. Scarves, yep, you already know. <laughs> gloves, everything, man. Ski, ski, man, some new Moscow. So for a little minute, man, on Saturday, we are going to be up at Thornwood for a little minute. Okay. We're going to check out the young boys first, uh, Thorn, Thorn, Prairie Hills. Thorn, Thorn. Thorn. Prairie Hills. Shout out Prairie Hills. They uh, won a seventh grade national championship last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys in eighth grade now, and they're playing a team called Century 21. Century 21. Um, High Park. High Park plays at 130. Shout out Icy Fam. Shout out Icy, Icy Fam. We see y'all, Icy Fam. See the young young bulls out there doing their thing. Uh, you got Thornwood and Leo at three thirty, followed by Or and TF South at five thirty, and the Nightcap, uh, Big Ace Wolf and Morgan Park against uh, Hazelcrest Central, Hazelwood Central, excuse me, of St. Louis. This will be the second team from St. Louis that they didn't play this year. Mm-hmm. They played Caleb Love and the boys at uh. That's Chicago Elite Classic. Now we're talking about Morgan Park. I, w- I want to say one thing to Irv. Irv, I need you to run some plays down the stretch, some some back screens, some some cuts, something, man. We just can't do this one-on-one game, you know. I've I, I seen, I down, seen screen. down screens, all of that, man. Mm-hmm. It's like this this one-on-one ball that, that you know, you're playing with, with Wolf and everything. you gotta you got to accentuate. you got to make the talent around, you know, 
better. And I feel like you got the talent to, to win the ship this year, win at least the city. Uh, and I think that sometimes that it just comes down to one-on-one ball, which it, it, it may work sometimes, it may not. But, um, yeah, shout-out to Morgan Park. Shout-out to, you know, Bloom. They balling. Um, Bloom balling. Bloom down in uh, Bloom down in, down in New Orleans right now. Shout-out to Thornton. Uh, no, not, not Thornton, but shout-out to Thornton. They took down Bloom. Uh, they still undefeated. Mm. Okay, Thornton. Um, they got a few studs out there. That They're rematch on the 28th. We'll be there. We'll be there watching. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of good Chicagoland we'll basketball. We'll be on the floor that's already verified, man. We on there. You already so, know. Let's get it. Hey. This one will be at Bloom, I believe. Right. I think they played at Thornton earlier this season. That's what's up. So, yeah, Numbers Live will be in the building. Hey, let us know. You know, hit us on the gram at Numbers Live underscore. Hit us on Twitter, same same handle. We on Facebook, Numbers Lie. Uh, let us know if you want to pull up, want us to pull up on you. You know, cover Come your up. game. Uh, we out here. We trying to, you know, trying to lock down Chicago basketball, Chicago land area basketball. So we got a lot coming up again. Numberslie.net slash store. Get your get your Perry. Get your get your merch. All of that. Um, get your highlight tapes if you need it. Highlight tapes. You already know. Uh, whatever you need, we got it. If you ain't got it. We can get it. Get it while the getting is good. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> all right, for numbers, a lot of podcasts. That's that's another episode in the books. We'll see y'all next time. Numbers lie. We yes, out. sir. Numbers lie. The podcast.